So we're now recording, you know. So, um, hello. Uh, this is the Big Finish podcast, launch date 20th of February 2017. I have no idea what tune that's like. Just checking the audio limiter is on. <laughs> Hello, um, I'm Nick Briggs, and here we are at the Gallifrey One Doctor Who convention in LA. Yeah. I need to be speaking into this, sorry. Yes, I'm speaking into the wrong microphone. I, I did warn everyone this would be a disaster. Uh, I have on stage with me our general manager, Sue Cowley. Hello, Sue. Hello, Nick. Also, uh, my boss, Jason Hillary. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. And uh, actress extraordinaire, Amy Pemberton. Testing, testing, one, two, three. What did you say? Testing, testing, one, two, three. Testing, testing. <laughs> so here we are. So this is normally the point in the podcast where we uh, say what's going to happen. We say there's going to be news, there's going to be emails, there's going to be the randomoid selectatron, and there's going to be um, a guest star interview. Of course, none of that would be happening. Unless, can you think of any news, Sue? Uh, no, again, you've put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's no news, there's no news. No news is good news from Big Finish. So mostly what we'll be doing is getting questions from you guys. That sounds reasonable, doesn't it? And the other good bit of news is that this is only going to go on for about 15 minutes because I just don't think I can stand the strain. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, let's have a, a question then. Who wants to ask something? Yes. The, the theme tune, Maestro. This is going to be great. It's going to be a good question. Think, think of your questions, folks. Okay, what is it? Um, I've been listening to the, to the novel adaptions Big Finish doing. I think they're really great. And I was wondering if you ever thought of maybe adapting some of like the stories from Doctor Who magazine because they had... One of the stories way back when Final Genesis, where like um, uh, Seven, Ace, and uh, Benny go to like end up in a reality where the whole th the Silurians, humans, and Sea Devils are all living together in harmony, and they've got like an alternate version of Unit there. Okay. That's I think that I've got, I think I've got the gist of the question. Yeah. Uh, so uh, as well as doing novel adaptations of, of Doctor Who stuff, why don't we do adaptations of uh, Marvel comics stuff? There is something, Doctor Who magazine comic, I should say, not Marvel, it's Panini now, isn't it? Yes, it is. I'm actually living in the past. <laughs> so um, we have got something coming up that is an adaptation from Doctor Who magazine. I can't tell you what yet, because we haven't done it. And if something went horribly wrong, then that would be humiliating, wouldn't it? Um, so there you go, a good idea. Any thoughts on that, Jason? It's a good idea. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank goodness. Okay, another question, please. I'll take this microphone this time so you can all hear what's being said. This is why I get yanked back to the stage. Hello. Hello. Um, so I really loved the recent release of Cicero. It was, I'm just wondering if there's going to be any more. Would you, okay, um, would you like to explain what Cicero is for people who don't know? Um, it was a recent release. Um, uh, he was a Roman lawyer and politician, and uh, this was a I guess a murder mystery of someone who killed uh, a son who killed his father. And Don't give away the ending. 
<laughs> it's history. And <laughs> I think that's a perfect pitch. That's brilliant. Yes. yes. You could uh, actually Google it and find out what happened because it's it's a true story. Uh. <laughs> Who said that? Did you want to ask a question? Oh, are there going to be any more Ciceros, Jason? I think there probably will be. Yeah. Um, we just need um, people to keep buying it, um, which is uh, seems to be happening at the moment. So as long as you keep Doing buying it. Well. Um, one of the things we're going to try and do over the next couple of years is do a few more pilots. Um, and Cicero was basically a pilot. We did one story. And if it works out and enough people like it, then we'll continue to do a series. We and should say it stars um, Barnet. Um, we should say that. Dirt gently, so that's our, our talent in that. So. There was an audible. <gasps> have you have you seen have you seen so Dirt gently? Very good. Have you seen Dirt gently, folks? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I really like it. Uh, yeah. He's also so, Norton Fulgate. He's in what? Norton Fulgate. I don't know in what those words mean. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> yes, I do. I do know. I do know that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hello. I'm not very good at this. <laughs> okay, what's your question? With the lovely Amy Pemberton here, can you tell us anything about the future of Sally? Will we see her again? Oh, dear. Um, well, there <laughs> an, uh, you did bring her here. Yeah, no, well, she kind of just turned up. <laughs> she, lives, she lives in LA. <laughs> I don't think we have any plans for Sally. Just checking for tears. No, that's fine. Yeah. Do you, do you all know about Sally, about her story? Could you tell us a little bit about it, Amy? Um, absolutely. Um, how, when, when was it now? It was a long time ago. I'm trying to think when it actually was. A good seven years ago, I think. When, Probably is, yeah. When I first came into House of Blue Fire with the lovely um, Sylvester McCoy as my doctor, which is amazingly great. Love him. Has anyone seen The Hobbit? I've still not seen The Hobbit. No, no, you don't tell him I haven't either. Have you not watched it? No. He keeps asking me. Last time, I, last time I saw him, he was like, oh, it's great. I can't have a Scottish accent. I got on a plane and there was a party on the plane. It was so amazing. And I was like, oh, it's like I'm old and partying on a plane. It's amazing. Like, <laughs> he's so lovely. What a great guy. He is. And so then from then on, became very, you know, humbly became his companion for a good four and a half years, maybe five years over the time span of recording. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had some amazing storylines, worked with the lovely Maggie O'Neill, and Sally learns heaps, obviously, from Sylvester and Sophie Aldred as Ace, and yeah, just so many fun stories that we did, and I'll never forget it. It was one of my first big voiceover jobs, and I loved it. She's really fun, really fun character to play. And you were brilliant. Well, Wasn't she brilliant? Yes. <laughs> Thank you for that uh, trip down memory lane for me. When you, um, when you auditioned for Gideon, um, in uh, <coughs> Legends of Tomorrow. Um, do you think your experience, did you put Doctor Who Companion on your CV in order, and did that help? Well, funnily enough, when they were auditioning for it, they wanted to um, speak to... Peeping <laughs> <laughs> around the stage <laughs> rather strangely. I don't want him to fall. Um, <laughs> Nicholas Briggs, who died today. <laughs> Um, they actually asked how much sci-fi experience I'd had with Invoice, which is interesting, because I could go, oh, I've done Doctor Who, and I've done this, and I've done a lot of video games and bits and pieces, you know, a lot of sci-fi stuff and sci-fi movies, so that, that helped. So thanks, because it got me the job. Yeah, that's what you were driving at, wasn't it? That's yes, it was. It, her whole career is down to me. Yeah. <laughs> I just realised I gave you a first West End break. I know. I gave you a first audio break. Thanks, Jim. Is there any, you know, is there any gratitude? I'm your friend. 
I think that's enough. We'll just leave them to argue about that. These people over here have been very glad to see the back of me because I've been standing on stage with my back to them. Any questions over here? Yes, hello. Uh, uh, you, I wonder, do you ever get tired of people asking when we'll get more Tenth Doctor audios? And also, when will we get more Tenth Doctor audios? <laughs> superb, superb. Three. What else do you want? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, we do. We don't get tired. We don't get tired of people asking that, do we? No. Because it's a perfectly natural question. Um, there's no answer. Uh, I did, the last time I saw David Tennant, I went to see him. He uh, is in a series called Broadchurch, which you may have heard of. Yeah. Which sort of coincidentally is filmed in the town I live in, in uh, Dorset, uh, where coincidentally the writer of Broadchurch lives, Chris Chibnall who you may know about his new job coming up <laughs> as the showrunner of Doctor Who. And he, coincidentally, by the way, lives just about possibly slightly less than 10 minutes walk from my front door. <laughs> so I was able to have a lovely impromptu meeting with him the other day because we both happened to catch the same train to London. So it seemed uh, rude for us not it's to... It's all a conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, it's a terrible conspiracy. Anyway, I went to see David while he was filming because his hotel was five minutes walk from my front door. That's no exaggeration, it really was. And um, yeah, I said, I just wanted you to not be in any doubt, David, that we would like you to do some more. I said, just in case there's a misunderstanding. He, he, said, he said, no, no, I, I, I get that you'd like me to do some more. <laughs> so, you know, hopefully he will. And how great that Arthur Darville is also in Broadchurch. And yeah. When I saw yeah. him recently, he was like, well, just finished season three, and you know, he's had such a great time on that, and you all obviously know Arthur from working with him, and you guys from watching and listening, and he's a lovely guy too, so. Broadchurch I know, and, and David said to me, he said he's, uh, that Arthur's essentially playing the Doctor in oh, the, yeah, that series. that's what we were saying, yeah, he's the captain in Legends, so yeah. yeah. He's so good. Yeah, he's really good. Now, a podcast at Gallifrey One wouldn't be complete without uh, a question from Fatener, so what's... What's your beef today? <laughs> no pressure, no pressure. I actually have a very delicate question, so I've been oh, trying I'm to... leaving now. <laughs> move the microphone away from her. Yeah. No, you don't. No, you don't. And, and honestly, this comes off of our losing the extraordinary talent of Sir John Hurt. When we think about the pool of actors that work in Big Finish, you are looking at a pool of actors that are on the older side. Not that I am wishing harm on any one of them in any way, shape, or form because I will be thrown out of this room. <laughs> what are you thinking or planning about the potential of those actors no longer being with us, especially thinking about the doctors, especially thinking about Jacob and Lightfoot? I mean, man, let's just circle them and protect them as best as we can. Thoughts on that? Well, I mean, the thing is, Fatina, that, um, you know, people die, don't they? And, um, uh, you know, and, yes. and I, 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 you know, I'm not saying this to get a laugh, but of course, once they're dead, we can't get them to work for us anymore. Yes. So that's what will happen. You know, it's, I can't, you know, I, I take the point, though, because I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, I've seen it with Dark Shadows over the last few years, right. which is Dark Shadows, uh, a lot of the actors were, uh, were not, you know, we have a number of the companions from the 60s in Doctor Who still with us, obviously, most of them, in fact. Um, but the actors in Dark Shadows were predominantly in their 30s and 40s. 
um, back in the late 60s and early 70s, and now, unfortunately, a lot of them have died recently. Or uh, there was one actor who went from being um, very strident, a very articulate man to unfortunately being barely able to speak now in the last five years. And, and for example, we used Jonathan Frid. We only did one audio production with Jonathan Frid as Barnabas because he just was not well enough to do anything more. Unfortunately, he died a couple of years ago. Um, so I look at Dark Shadows and I, I can see what's going to happen as it were, it's very morbid, this conversation, but... Yeah, yeah, thanks, thanks for that. But I did ask you, yeah, it's fine. But, I did know, ask we, you to speak. We I didn't say speak about death. <laughs> but we have actually, um, you know, uh, the reality is that the, the doctors are all uh, very healthy at the moment, very hearty. Um, John was very ill. Um, he had cancer. And um, unfortunately, he's, he, he succumbed in the end. But we had a wonderful time working with John, and um, we were very, very lucky to have met him and to have worked with him. I've, I've just, I think it's, it's well known because it's been said, but, you know, we've done uh, a little piece for Doctor Who magazine, and um, my little last line was, he was a gentleman and a gentleman, because he was, he was that sort of guy. And uh, it's, it is something that happens to us all, and we've all had people in our own families die, um, as well as people we've worked with. And um, obviously, funnily enough, uh, one of the first things we were talking about today, we were talking about Paul Sprague, <coughs> bless him. And um, Amy was, uh, was uh, saying how, how much she missed him, and what a lovely man he was. And this is uh, unfortunately part of life. One of the things we have done, though, is after an, uh, after an appropriate time, we have looked at recasting certain actors. And the one of the biggest examples of that, of course, is Tim Trelaw coming in and playing the third Doctor. And um, he's, not, he's not doing an impersonation. What he's doing is he is playing a part. And the part he's playing is John Pertwee's Doctor, as it were. And he's done a brilliant job, but I must admit, in the, the first time round, we, we actually put some narration in because we were a little bit concerned, weren't we, Nick, mm. about the circumstance of having, um, of having uh, someone else play the part that and John the, made. And so people wouldn't own. be able to accept it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the feedback we got was, we don't need the narration. We, we, we need him to just do John's doctor. He's incredible. And he is amazing. Yeah. Absolutely, and he's done a brilliant job. And there's, w if we do recast actors in the future, there will be a huge amount of a huge amount of sense um, of concern on our part that we do a good job. I think I'm right yeah. in saying. And we, uh, I mean, you know, we. It's not like we're. It's not like we're lining. Thanks, Jason's <laughs> redirecting my microphone. Thank you. It's not like we're lining up people to play. Doctors, we're not looking. It's, it's a bit like the the Undertaker running around during a gunfight with a tape measure, isn't it? You know, <laughs> it's not. I'm I'm not looking at Sylvester and thinking, now ah, who could be the seventh Doctor? Or you know what I mean? It it will. What what will happen is, it will just be an enormous shock because it doesn't matter. Again, any of you who've experienced uh, the death of a, a loved one, it doesn't matter how terribly ill they are when they do die, is a shock, isn't it? It doesn't matter. Bad news is always a shock, even if you expect it. So it will be a shock, and it will be terrible, and we'll work out, you know, like people have to do in their lives, we'll work out what we want to do 
and what we think's right, you know, by talking about it amongst ourselves and probably by talking to some of you guys about what should be done. But yeah, it's part of life, isn't it? remaining Paul Sprague memorial ribbons if anyone has not received one. I only have a small handful left, but feel free. And as, as I said, I think in a past podcast, I will always have a ribbon for Paul Sprague. And I know Laura has one as well. And Dan at the back also has ribbons. So between thanks. the three of us, we will always have a ribbon to honor him. Oh, thanks, you don't, you don't have any new uh, uh, big finish pants. Uh, uh, what do you call underwear here? Underpants or Underpants. underwear. Underwear, yeah. Well, that's what they call underwear. They, they, they call it underwear. It's a bit of a... Yeah, okay. Because you gave us some big finish underpants, didn't you? I did, and you were very kind enough to model them at the coffee clutch and uh, sh- sh- shake your whoa, booty. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did he take his trousers off first? No, he did it superhero style where he, they were over his trousers. Oh, okay. And I, I, I would have to dig it out, but I believe the video footage still exists. Video footage? Excellent. <laughs> I'm, I, <laughs> Why am I even holding a microphone near to this woman? I would have to dig it out. I know for sure that there are photos, and I will never forget... Uh, Barnaby Edwards' comment that coffee clutch must be a German word for ritual humiliation. <laughs> Beautifully done. Yeah, thank Nick, you. did you always want to be a superhero? Yeah, was always. It that moment yeah. Those underpants <laughs> and I am it, Superman. And, and Sue, you witness what happened to the pants, oh, the underpants. Oh, the, the pants have gone to a better place this week. <laughs> this week, this very week, didn't they? they yeah. did. You were present. Yes, we, we, I was. We said a little prayer, we didn't did. we? Yeah. We, well, at least we said, thank God for that. Anyway, uh, <coughs> so, uh, hello, you're waving your hand at me. I'm not going to be yanked back by this lead. Am I? Yeah, yeah, I'm. Come forward a bit so you can speak into this mic as well. Uh, sorry if I'm showing myself to be horribly ig- ignorant, but why do you have a triple attached to your microphone? <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> it wouldn't be a podcast if someone didn't mention my pop shield, um, which is, as we can see, a... a a life-size replica of my beard. Uh, you know, what can I say? I lost the pop shield that came with this recorder, and then I asked my wife, I moaned about it in the direction of my wife. This is how purchases happen in our household. <laughs> so she went online with the, with the number and whatever of this recorder and bought the thing that apparently went with it, and it came back looking like this. I don't know. It looks like a gonk. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We don't know. Um, okay, as this microphone doesn't go as far as you. So, lady back there, you come forward, and then we'll come to you. This podcast is going on too long. It's too long. I'll talk quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so, y- we can move. Yeah. We're mobile. So you have occasionally done fan contests where you receive writing mm-hmm. and have done that. And I was wondering if you would ever consider doing a fan contest for uh, audio to be able to come on and maybe do a small role as a voice? That's a good question. And if you would not, why not? <laughs> as I've been saying in the main hall and panels, you may sit down. <laughs> it's become my new catchphrase. Jason, what do you think of that? I think it's a wonderful idea and you should admin it. <laughs> oh, I think you were looking at Sue, weren't you? Look at me. <laughs> yeah, uh, there are complications, aren't there? Well, um... Uh, yes. <laughs> brilliant. It's, brilliant. It's making sure that, to be honest with you, if we did something like that, it'd have to be for an incredibly small role. 
so that the person could come along, enjoy the day, and say something, and it wouldn't really matter if they weren't the greatest actor in the world. Well, you could have a Sunday clip. Yeah, that's true. Could, I mean, like we do with the writing, just but have it be audio. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> who, who's going to listen to all these? <laughs> we're all, we're at Sue. Well done. <laughs> Well, it's a great idea, and I'm glad you're sitting down over there. Now, right, <laughs> hello. Um, first off, thanks for the, um, the new mobile app to view all the, the audios. Can I, can I just check that everyone knows we've got a, an app? Yeah. Who, who doesn't know we've got an app? Oh, no, a few of you. <laughs> they right, do okay. know We've got an app. Go to the app store, download it. It's amazing. Um, any plans for any more uh, Blake 7? Yes. yes. There's lots coming. Watch out for more news. Okay. Yes, there will be some There's news been some stuff in the studio. Sorry, sorry for the hiatus. <laughs> yes. So you started doing some of those uh, interviews, such as uh, Tom Baker at 80 and This is Colin Baker, and they did signatures for when they were released, which is great for us collectors. I was just wondering if there was more coming down the line from other doctors and companions. And nothing actually planned at the moment, and I have no idea why not, but... Yeah, yeah it's a good idea. It's, we're sort of thinking that we should do it all at one point, you know. Before they died. Yeah. No, I'd I'd like to I'd like to interview them after they've died, obviously. Yes. Hello. Um, I was wondering if you're going to do anything more or any more of uh, Avengers adventures, maybe an adaptation of uh, Too Many Targets or something. Well, uh, we would love to, and and sort of talks are afoot. For more Avengers, um, but you know, yeah. <laughs> dot dot dot. <laughs> was uh, Rachel Sterling approached for the role of Emma Peel, or can you tell us that for the casting? Um, yeah. Yeah. Yes, and she, <laughs> yes, and she said no. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's lots of you. Everyone keeps on bringing up um, Sean Pertwee playing John Pertwee, and the reality is that a lot of actors don't like to step in the shoes of their parents as it were. So um, I think Rachel was very happy to be asked, but um, basically didn't want to do a role so associated with her mother. Mm. And she's very, very close to her mother as well. I don't mean just geographically, I mean emotionally. <laughs> Hello. Sorry, I passed you by, didn't I? Thanks for coming out. That's all right. Um, um, I, was, I was wondering, since the, the Stargate reboot has been scrapped, I mean, as far as, as, far as the fans know, are you guys going to reissue Stargate? Because um, it's it was such a good uh, and and to have it and I and I and I was able to speak with Lisa Bowerman uh, in a, in an interview and I was just asking questions about Stargate and so can you can you shed any light on Stargate? We'll do our best. Thank you. May sit down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Stargate. I yes. mean, the first thing we would say is that uh, we generally found that the reaction from Stargate fans was, well, oh, this isn't a TV series. So they weren't, well, it was quite a lot of... That. It, yeah. was, it was very negative, actually. Um, when we did a promotion on Facebook for Stargate audio series, um, a lot of fans saw it as a conspiracy, um, which was uh, them basically not using the word fobbing off, but pretty much was, don't back the audio series, it's going to stop the television series coming back. Which, of which course, is, wasn't true. Which is absolutely not true. And, you know, it's, um, funnily enough, doing an audio series is one of the ways to keep a brand alive. 
as, uh, as we all found out. Not, in not intentionally, but we found out that was a very good way to keep a brand alive. So um, I, uh, we'd love to do some more Stargates. The reality is that perhaps now that Stargate has been off television for a, a number of years, um, perhaps there'd be more support for it. But at the time, there was so little support that we tried three seasons, and at the end of it, we thought, we just can't keep going. Um, and it's sad, because you would have thought Stargate fans would want to see new adventures. You obviously did, I can tell. Because some of you did. We know some, some of you, you supported them, so thank you for that. And, um, and again, Do you think we'll ever sell them again? I hope so. I think we will. I think we will. We're, we're, we're talking about it. Um, but it was a leading question. It is a very leading question. <laughs> I, I would hope to get them back up at some point. Um, and again, I have to uh, pay tribute to Paul, who, um, Paul, who Sprague, yeah. Paul Sprague, who was the producer on the on the series, and um, he did an extremely good job. And he and Lisa Bauman, especially on that third season of of audio dramas, did such a great job. And I remember, I've never been a huge Stargate fan, I'm afraid. And I, I basically I helped to direct that third season. And at the end of it, I thought, what a great show, you know. And I found, I found Stargate through the audio series. So there you go. So, right. yes, I hope, I hope we will have more to do with Stargate in the future. That's a good answer, Jason. Uh, there's just time for a couple more questions. Thank you, sir. Thank you for stepping up. So related to that, what's involved in uh, re-releasing it if you were to do them as downloads? You know, there's no real production cost for pressing discs or anything. It's just a question of negotiating a deal with the rights holders, really. That, that's the general answer to that. Just a couple more. You're nice and easy at the front. Hello again. Um, Jason just mentioned that he became a fan of Stargate through the audios. Yeah. Uh, for all of you in general, uh, are there properties that you've had from Big Finish that you may not have been you know, familiar with before that you've become fans of through working with them? Well, I, I can think of one immediately, actually, which is that uh, I was never really a big fan of the Avengers. I'd seen a few episodes, mostly the, the new Avengers, actually, because I was young enough to actually see them broadcast. Um, old enough. Old enough know. to see them broadcast, <laughs> rather, sorry. Um, but I was young at the time. I was about eight or nine at the time when they were being broadcast. Mm. Um, and I'm, yeah, I know. <laughs> you, 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 were, you were having a job at the time, weren't you? Something like that. Uh, I was married with seven kids. Yeah, <laughs> Does your wife know this? <laughs> <laughs> That's my other life. We don't oh, talk yeah, about yeah. it. Um, he's just joined the Mormon church. Maybe stop. No, stop. 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 I can't. That's I'm not it. doing any editing. What are you doing? Editing. Okay, fine. So, Book of Mormon, great show. Um, <laughs> Actually, that, enough, that's even worse. Isn't it? Shall I just take the microphone away from yeah. him? <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I just say, uh, not sure. the Avengers, yes. because I've listened to them on audio, I'd never seen them. The original Avengers series, I'd never seen on television or on video or whatever, and I listened to them on audio, and I thought, this is really good. So that's my answer. Thank you. Well, good. Anyone want to talk about the president now? Right. Um, or terrorism soon? Terrorism? <laughs> Just trying to get controversial. This, is, this question isn't about terrorism or religion, is it? No, it's not. Oh, sorry. sorry. Oh, gosh. I was going to say Dark Shadows. I didn't know anything about Dark Shadows coming into Big Finish. And it's a wonderful segment. And I just mainly hoovered them all up. And um, Inside got caught up by the time um, uh, uh, Bloodlust came out. And that just knocked me over. So 
get the stock shadows for me. Yeah, you were you were really a cheerleader. Yeah, for oh, yes, us, yeah. Ian and I basically we were just completely sucked in by, by that. So yeah. This is Ian Atkins in the office yep. in the production office. Yeah. Yeah. Who can do the theme of Dark Shadows? <laughs> is it nervous laugh? <laughs> yeah, that's the theme apparently, a nervous laugh. Okay. Hello. Hello. Uh, so if rights weren't an issue or negotiating anything, what is the series or adaptation that you would just love to sink your teeth into and do? Um, and see Big Finish do for all of you. And I don't know if you can answer that because you don't want to get in trouble with things you don't have the rights for, but what's well, your... It's just between you, me, and right. thousands of people listening. Right. <laughs> um, uh, but I don't think there's any secret that I'd like to do all the um, Thunderbirds and Captain Scarlet and, and all that, you know, the Jerry Anderson stuff. Yeah, that, that's the first thing that occurs to me. Um, can I... Yes, I'll ask Sue as well. Okay. Sue, any thoughts? Uh, no, you have to come back to me on that one. <laughs> okay. Well, are you all coming back tomorrow or no? Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, <laughs> Amy, any thoughts? What on what? Like what to do? What, yeah, what should we do now, to, Amy? What would you love to star in? Oh, I don't series? know. I'm trying. What like something I've watched in the part that I think you should make? Mm. Yes. I, I'm, I'm with you on yours. I think that'd be amazing. I do actually think that would be a really good You idea. could be Lady Penelope. Oh, thanks. I'd love that. <laughs> oh, God, I've just committed to that now. Thank you. I've, I've remembered my answer. Okay, brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> Sue's um, remembered. Ultraviolet. Yes. yes. And also Life on Mars. Yes. So. Did I ever mention to you, I, I, did, I did speak to Joe Ahern about Ultraviolet, and he went, oh, the right situation is so complicated with that. Because Joe Ahern directed the, the first... Christopher Eccleston, Dalek stories. Jason, have you got an answer there? James Bond. Oh, of course, oh. yes. <laughs> yes. Well, we, have, we have tried with James Bond, um, and it didn't work out, I'm afraid. Um, we wanted to do the original books verbatim, set in the late 50s, early 60s, um, with all the... Uh, it has to be said, quite a lot of sexism in it and misogyny and all the rest of it. We could do a special cover flash with that, couldn't we? With yes. added sexism. Yes. <laughs> Inappropriate language. <laughs> I know we get one subscriber at the White House, but... Oh! <laughs> yes, yeah. Sean Spicer. Yeah. <laughs> Just as bad saying that. I, I, of course, have no opinions oh, on no, this matter. Are going to be allowed in again? We may have to edit this. Yes. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> this is. I'm pressing stop and then uploading it. Um, I just listen. This is enough for me. I'm having a coronary, uh, worrying which way to point the microphone and what I can hear in my headphones and what I can hear through my nose. Um, <laughs> I just want to say that one of the most marvellous things about this experience is just doing this podcast and just seeing someone sitting over there just casually wearing a Roberman heads thing. <laughs> it's, just, it's just amazing. Hashtag you know. it's casual. It's such a brilliant job you've done with that as well. <laughs> it's just a Roberman listening to the podcast. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. Has anyone up here got anything to add that I should have said? Sue? No. No. <laughs> she's she's certain. Do you want me to come back to you on that? No, that's my final answer. <laughs> uh, Amy. 
No, just thanks for having me and thanks for coming out. And um, I've had a really nice time being here so far, so thank you. Is that all from you, Jason? Is that all from you? Yes, goodbye. <laughs> yes, you may all sit down. Goodbye. It's over. <laughs> <laughs>